Andrew Parver is with us live via telephone. He's director of operations for the Hebrew Free Burial Association. You can imagine as uh, unbelievable a cause as they are all the time, you can imagine how important a cause they've been for the Jewish world now during COVID-19. Andrew Parver, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Nice to speak with you, sir. So uh, we know that... um, uh, Hebrew free burial in general is there when there's somebody in our faith, in our community, whose family cannot afford, or if there is no family, to afford uh, a proper burial. Uh, can I assume that your efforts and those of the people at Hebrew free burial have been uh, have been aggressively, uh, uh, that they have been, uh, <laughs> that you, you're a lot busier, let's put it that way, you're a lot busier than you are uh, during normal times. Yeah, we've been uh, tested the last few months, um, but I think we've we've passed it. Um, nor, you know, just to give you perspective, uh, last, we're doing our 260th funeral today, uh, May 8th. Last year, that was on October 30th. Wow. Um, you know, we, you know, we're definitely, you know, we're we've been pushed strong since March one. Um, we've buried 207 indigent Jews. And from the death certificate cause, 118 of them were from COVID-19. And we should mention that these are burials that take place, Baruch Hashem, in a proper Jewish cemetery in a uh, in an area that the Hebrew Free Loan or Hebrew Free Burial Association takes care of. Uh, and we should note that, and people should realize that when they support you guys, they are really supporting burial that is not only proper, but much, much, much more proper than what would normally happen uh, to... Uh, uh, to people in this situation, uh, are the majority of the 118 um, people who had no family? Is a good percentage of it people who um, have family but weren't able to afford any type of, you know, real fu- a real funeral or, or or burial the way it normally would be done? Uh, how would you break down the the types of people that you're serving right now? Um, there are there, there's definitely uh, a significant amount without family. Um, sadly, we had a situation this week, uh, a brother and sister who died the same day in different New York City hospitals who had been their only family, one in each, 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 each of each other, wow. um, that we did, that we were able to bury them at the same time next to each other. Um, many of the people we're burying now do have family um, that didn't necessarily would have ever had been in this uh, thought they would even need to be come to our services. But the current climate, the economic situation just kind of change people's up, you know, like everybody else, but this through everybody's uh, existence upside down. Um, you know, and then we have a lot who have family, but due to the circumstances, the family just can't come. Right. Either they're a vulnerable population or they themselves are sick. Um, and in a challenging time, we're here to help them. And I just want to mention that everybody we're burying is buried. You mentioned it's all according to Jewish law. Everybody receives a tahara, is plain, our own plain coffin. Um, we really make sure everybody is treated the way we would want our own loved ones to be treated uh, when at their end of at their end of life. Um, in general, I'm not sure how it works. You could describe it to us. Uh, do hospitals and funeral homes are they familiar with the association with the Hebrew Free Burial, and and therefore they're able to. Uh, uh, or does the medical examiner, are they aware of it? So they're able to alert you that there's someone from the Jewish community who is in need of a free burial. And has that challenge been much more challenging 
during COVID because we know, obviously, that hospitals and funeral homes are overrun now uh, with patients and, uh, and people that need to be taken care of. How would you describe it? Oh, it's definitely more challenging. So fortunately, um, well, so Hebrew Free Burial Association, we've been around over 130 years. So I think our reputation is out there, definitely in the communities uh, and the, that deal with people who have died. Uh, in regards to the uh, medical examiner, we have a very good relationship on several levels with uh, many people in, in their establishment. Um, and, I, I, you know, as I'm a funeral director also, so when I sign some of these death certificates and we change them from a medical examiner case to a Hebrew free burial case, you know, they've already had cases where somebody had filed city cemetery, already been filed for city cemetery, and we were able to be prior to that taking place on Hart Island, uh, we've been able to rescue, if you will, the deceased, rechange it from city cemetery buried by prisoners on Hart Island to buried at Mount Richmond Cemetery uh, with a tahara by our rabbi, Rabbi Plasker, at Mount Richmond Cemetery. Um, so we're really doing, which we do all the time, but it's been significantly more and a higher pace uh, this time. Hard Island, for those of you not familiar, is, the, is basically the potter's field of the New York, of the New York area. And you're, tr- and you're trying, I mean, I know you've said it, but I'm just reiterating, you're trying to prevent members of our community from getting to Hard Island. You want them buried, obviously, in Mount Richmond in the most appropriate fashion possible. Andrew Parver is with us, Director of Operations Hebrew Free Burial. Now, what was the story with the Talesim? These were, uh, th- these were needed in order to bury people properly, or this was an effort that, uh, that, y- that you brought to the attention of the community? What was that all about? <laughs> that, so that, that's, that's one of the most fascinating stories that's come out of this. Um, you know, I live in Bergen County personally. Um, so men who are buried the, they are buried in addition to the shrouds. They're they're buried in a talus. Right. Uh, I've been at Hebrew Free Burial over 15 years. We've not we have not purchased one talus during that time, and I don't know if even prior we ever did because we are always receive on a small scale donations. People know this that they send in an old talus, and that usually covers what we need. Right. Um, due to what's happened, we completely extinguished our supply. Um, so I went to a local group where I live, a local listserv, Latina Schools, uh, and just said. We need some talisim. You can drop them off at my house. And then the next day, I went to Facebook, and I said, you can mail them to our cemetery. Um, thinking, you know, a couple, we'd get 100 talisim, not a big deal. Um, and then that completely went viral beyond my, <laughs> never something I would have, never something I would have anticipated. Uh, my, my phone for 24 hours was nonstop ringing from calls from all over the country. Where can I send the talis? Can and people on their own initiative sending up talis drives? in their own communities. Um, my, my garage looked like a Talis warehouse for a few days before I can get it there. Uh, we collected probably somewhere between 1,500 to 2,000 Talisim. Um, many of them included stories people would write. This was my father's, my grandfather's Talis. I can't think of any greater way to use. And then some people anonymously just sent from local Judaica stores Brand new talisim. We received several boxes of brand new talisim from different communities. And when we called the store, they told us, no, the person wanted to be anonymous. Um, uh-huh. Really, it, it's been beyond overwhelming. We received talisim from Oregon, from Nebraska, from and, Florida. And with the numbers that you've described earlier in this conversation, I'm not saying they'll all be used this year, but you could almost guarantee that they'll all be used at some point. They, they, they will, you know, hope they you know, if, if, even if normal situations, they will all be used. Right. Um, although I, I, a member of my Hevra, 
told me that his dream is that we wrap all the Sifrei Torah in these Talisim to bring to Yerushalayim, which I, which, I'm, which I thought was very powerful, meaningful, and uh, something to look forward to with God's help. Right. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, Hebrew Free Burial Association doing amazing emergency work during this time of COVID-19. And kudos to the worldwide Jewish community who uh, answered the appeal for Talasim so they could, so everybody who participated by giving a Talas can be involved in the process of proper Jewish burial uh, under the leadership of the Hebrew Free Burial Association. Andrew Parver, how do people get information and donate and support your amazing work? So right now, um, you know, we were given a very generous foundation match on a dollar-for-dollar match to a certain amount. Um, which has gone really well, but we still have a potential for $9,000 that would be matched. Uh, so if people were to go to HebrewFreeBurial.org slash match, um, they could donate there. And I just want to quickly explain just among the things we've had to do to be prepared and to handle the cases was the additional cost we spent on personal protective equipment for our Heber Kedisha, for every tower, for our cemetery staff, for our rabbi. Uh, we purchased a 40-foot trailer that we had to, a refrigerated trailer that we had ready to go within a week to handle capacity so that the deceased, when they came in and after Tahara, were, were um, kept safely and respectfully prior to their kura. Um And we subsidized each burial that comes in. So the expenses have been enormous to the scale of hundreds of thousands of dollars that we've had to spend and outlay to to care for our needs. So really, any financial assistance that we could receive would be wonderful. And again, that's HebrewFreeBurial.org, last match. Um, just to help anything that anybody could do would be really greatly appreciated to help participate in this mitzvah of Chesed Shalem. Uh, they're trying to reach a goal of $72,000. They're already over $54,000, and you can help those who are victims of COVID-19 uh, who have been uh, uh, given a proper funeral and those who will be given a proper funeral by uh, by supporting the work of the Hebrew Free Burial Association, hebrewfreeburial.org slash match, hebrewfreeburial.org slash match. Get to the campaign. There's a couple of days left to get to their goal, uh, and uh, we can't think of a better cause. Uh, Andrew, uh, send our best to Plofker and everybody you work with, and a big yeshikach on the efforts you're making. We've seen some horror scenes uh, in the New York area, regard and I'm not blaming anybody because of the emergency, obviously, but when it comes to funeral homes and dealing with those who've passed away, and, it, and it's obvious that you and your group are doing everything possible uh, to make sure that uh, that you avoid those type of situations and give everybody the proper burial uh, and a timely proper burial, whatever timely these days uh, would mean. So thank you for your efforts, and a big yeshakach. Thank you very much, and thank you to everybody for their continued support. Andrew Par- Andrew Parver, who is the uh, Director of Operations, Hebrew Free Burial Association, go to the, um, you can go to Cause Match and, and uh, search Hebrew Free Burial or simply go to HebrewFreeBurial.org slash match, HebrewFreeBurial.org slash match. They have just over two days left to their campaign uh, to get to their goal of $72,000. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, people, people are always amazed that I promote other campaigns during our campaign. Trust me. Trust me, this is going to haunt me later on when, when people are criticizing me for it. Uh, but this is what we feel. We feel here that we have to continue to encourage people to give as much as possible to causes that are important to our community. And in this case, causes that are important 
uh, to families and friends of those who are uh, not able to be buried properly otherwise. So, yeah, we have our own campaign going here at the fjbunity.org. I get that. But uh, I'm still going to take a few minutes and remind everybody they should go to hebrewfreeburial.org slash match, hebrewfreeburial.org slash match, and you are listening to JM in the AM. 